İzal. I have a problem. I am pressing at the light switch. Yes. And nothing is happening. Why do you think that may be the case? Try it a few more times. It resets itself. What do you mean it resets itself? It's a light bulb. <laughs> yeah, but I use it with my phone. Like I have the controls on my phone. What? Like what? Why? <laughs> it's easier to control it from your phone. I mean, clearly not. I am pressing at the button and it's not opening. So what kind of... Wait, so you guys change the light bulbs in the house? Uh, yeah, we have a few different type of light bulbs around the house. Like AA, like good energy, like that kind of light bulbs? Horizont, or? LED, 3000 <laughs> yeah, they are They are LEDs, but they are like, they have smarter features. Huh. Like uh, one, you can use it with your phone and one you can... Use it with a remote control. I, I I heard before about the like the smart bulbs. My brother had one, um, but it was directly connected to Alexa. So I was just kind of curious, like how did you get them, or like what kind of things they can do uh, in a way. Um, ours can also connect to Alexa, but we don't have an Alexa, so we have to use it on our phones. Hmm. I bought it on the grocery store <laughs> for like cheaper than usual. So well, that's good. It's a bit wonky. I don't really get it. Why everything needs to be smart in the eyes of technology producers. We don't need that smartness in our household, I think. Like I'm not against a smart houses or smart products, but do we really need smart bulbs? I apparently I do. <laughs> like I, I really want to understand. I just want to understand the reasoning behind. How does it help you? Well, I like to control things on my phone. Think about it. You want to do something, but you don't have to stand up for it. Like mm. I, it really matches with the thing I do at my job right now because I'm designing lighting products and. Architects or the customers always ask for the protocol. Uh, I'm not really sure about how it is, but it is a controlling unit and a controlling protocol. So architects or the designer just set up some scenarios for the lighting users and they can dim it. They can change the brightness of... Like a mode? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm in the cinema mode now and the lights change into that kind of a setting. It's a different kind of adjustment. You can change the RGB or the tone of the color. But the thing I'm saying is, it's just controlling the brightness of the light. Hmm. So you can uh, decide which lamp will be on which brightness level with a control unit. So to make the lighting unit and the house uh, communicate with each other, you need specific drivers. So. I can get it, having a need for uh, some kind of a control unit between your uh, light bulbs and uh, yourself, but yeah, I don't really get it because those devices literally, they, they really make it hard to produce lighting units. Anyway, I'm so well, angry like with <laughs> this. <laughs> for me, um, sometimes um, I can see in like larger houses or environment where you need to access the bulb 
or like lighting in a general, in a more compact like platform like your phone. But I'm living in a really tiny apartment already and um, there's not that many light bulbs. I just can't really picture like how helpful it is besides that, oh, I'm in bed and I don't want to get up to close the light scenario. Okay, let me tell you, because it is funny. This was going to be my example too, Elif. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that's a great need though, because yeah. I recall the times that I wanted to be able to reach the light switch from mm-hmm. the bed while laying down because I laid down, but I failed to do the things that I should have done. I have failed with life and the light is still open, even though I'm under the sheets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I remember throwing stuff at switch <laughs> oh, no. in order to be able to close it from the distance. Unsuccessfully too, by the way, because of the whole... <laughs> Well, I get that. Like, I can't see how it is useful, but this technology does not just fall from the sky. And how much of this hassle is worth to uh, make something this basic as like light bulbs? It's it's just a light switch on and off thing. Or even with the additional functions, it still can just be tied to a light switch just to make that thing a smart device. Because when you add these functions, you also add more possibilities of this thing to malfunction. Mm-hmm. I don't really mm-hmm. see the point in that. Let me ask you something. When I was very young, the new hot thing that they used to put in all the houses was these round light switches. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had one of those. I didn't have it. All the rich kids had it. I feel the same. Yeah, I remember being very jealous of the people who had those. <laughs> um, this thing, you can rotate it. And once you rotate it, it adjusts the brightness, like how NS describes the thing he does. Yeah. But like just a quick information, uh, that technology does not work with the LED lights. So only halogen lamps works with that. I mean, you can do dimmable LED lights and there's a way to do that. But that's so hard. I mean, um, what I'm just going to go is say you want a dimmable light in your house, Binali. Yeah. And go to the store and there you have two options. One of them requires you to dislocate a thing from your wall and attach the new thing that you are not sure whether even whether if it would fit or not. Maybe <laughs> you also need to change the way the lamp is attached to the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is just a light bulb. You uh, screw the old one out, put the new thing in and you activate it and it works. And there's an app for it to control the dimness. The, otherwise, the whole thing is just the way it was. Which one would you prefer? Would you prefer destroying your wall or getting the app? I don't know. I don't know because, well, I'm actually on very fans because there is an app for it. Just gave me a visceral reaction. <laughs> that is that that that literally is one of my least favorite sentences to hear. So I might actually destroy my wall. <laughs> but it might not yeah, be for right. the light bulb it might just be from the reaction i feel like you are you guys are so stuck on lights but think about all the other possibilities like uh-huh. i i want to describe you my uh, dream morning routine okay i don't have an alarm clock because uh, when i want to wake up 
my blinds open and the light comes into the room and I wake up with the light and at the same time the coffee machine turns on and stuff like that like everything happens in the morning for me shower starts music plays yeah like that okay I have three objections to this uh-huh. first Light wouldn't wake you up. Opening <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the curtains wouldn't wake you up. It would. I mean, maybe it would wake her up. It would not make me wake me up. <laughs> also, it certainly wouldn't work in the cloudy days. Al- alarms don't wake me up. Light wakes me up. No, I wake you up. <laughs> <laughs> But you are also smart. Ah, <clears throat> uh, yes. Yeah, I'm, I am. And no, Enes is right. I am a smart appliance. <laughs> I <laughs> but but but the argument was not a smart thing couldn't wake you up it's it was light wouldn't wake you up when i was living in dormitory and uh-huh. uh, my roommates used to close the curtains before we went to sleep then i wouldn't wake up the next day and it was a big problem then we started to leave the, the curtains open when we went to sleep and i was able to wake up moving on to my second objection And actually, if if this objection shoots you dead, I won't need the third one. So, like, this is a very strong <laughs> argument. You already can do that. There is a device. It's a sort of mechanical thing called... It's a timer. Oh! That you attach to the... Curtains. Po- uh, power plug. And then you put the plug on the device. And you can adjust at what times electricity goes out and on what times it doesn't. I I didn't say anything about that. I just can't afford it. Yes, you can. Timers are, I mean, the type of mechanical things that I'm talking about, as far as I know. Why aren't we doing that? <laughs> I mean, Izar doesn't just tell the uh, dream house from like imaginary house. She just <laughs> uh, can't have it because she doesn't have money. Yeah. Like I said, it's probably not very expensive. But in my experience, because my father used it, actually, let me tell you, my father used this device. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in order to feed the fishes in the aquarium that he used to have. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, he's actually not to feed the fishes. The You know, there's this thing that uh, cleans the water. Yes. Yeah. yes. Filter. Uh-huh. Uh, the filter and the light in my father's aquarium was set in such a way that they would only work half the day mm. using oh. such a device. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, that's like it's doable. There are electric sockets that you plug into wall and set a timer and decide which times it will be on or off. That kind of a device. I mean, in this particular device I am talking about, it's plastic, and around it there are like twenty-four little or forty-eight little gray uh, things that you individually mechanically lift or lift up or down. What was your third point, by the way? My third point is this. In my experience, usually the times that you need to wake up differ across days, not always in a predictable way. So you would still need to set it up in such a way that it defeats the purpose. But where the smartness comes in there, like I changed my alarm before I go to bed, I would change the time they would start on my phone and it would just work. It wouldn't work with mechanical ones. But how is that different from just doing it in the morning by hand? Outside of smartness, the devices we have right now, without the smartness functions, it's not like they're archaic where you have to exactly. put in so much effort. Like my coffee maker just works with one button after I put the coffee. Like how is that so much different? Because I hate mornings. 
It's just a tactic, man. I also have a counterpoint, but it's also kind of personal and subjective, so it doesn't have to be so meaningful. But it actually sounds pretty nightmarish to pre-program my morning routine to that point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like our lives are already uh, our work around in school and work mm-hmm. and other responsibilities to an insane degree. So I I don't want to pre-program my personal life in my house to that degree just because I can use smart house functions. I also wanted to add something like overall, I feel like these kind of devices like or features are added as an innovation tactic, like just to brand deals or marketing team coming up and say like, yeah, like our everybody's doing this, so we need to do this and this will be the new thing so we can charge everyone a little bit higher, even though the actual mechanical case is the same. But I also kind of see the other counterpoint um, for how helpful it can be, especially for uh, disabled people or like people with challenges overall with their daily lives like having these kind of functions a little bit more reachable and customizable can be beneficial as well. But I don't really think that's the main intention when they start to add these features into the products. You know, I don't think they go like, oh, if we add this, people can do this better. You know, I I feel like it's more, oh, everybody did it. We need to do it. Um, This is the cheapest way to create a new product. So here we go. I think when we discuss this, there are two ways of looking at this topic. One is, uh, would the excellent version of these devices be useful? Mm-hmm. And the other is, is the device we have a good version of what that device could be? Like saying the light bulbs, there is a perfect version of the light bulb that works really great and people would love. But that's not necessarily the one that we have. Like, uh, you can have a device that can both be controlled by phone and by the switch. Yeah. So that Binali can do the switch and Izar can do the app. <laughs> yeah. There are brands that make this really well. In my experience, those are the more expensive ones usually. Exactly. Uh, to add on to your point, the lead of uh, IKEA's uh, home smart division has a really nice uh, presentation on this. And I will, I will try to link that in the notes. Mm, I would like that. I don't want to talk long in, about it here. Oh, Enes was also there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm also here. <laughs> <laughs> I want to agree some of you and uh, disagree some of your ideas. First, I kind of disagree, Binali, about having programming your life beforehand. Because like, even though I don't have that kind of a settled weekly program, I have an alarm clock set up. Like for weekdays, I have some hours that I wake up and for weekends, I don't need that much of a strict waking up times. So I have already that, but it's not like I'm having completely setting up my coffee maker, a breakfast maker, toaster, fridge, oven. And I don't really set up all of those, but I just set up my alarm clock and it's it's just fine for me. That level of programming is enough. I mean, just enough. I mean, yeah, but alarm clocks does not have to be smart. Yes. For you to program them anyway. That's, I mean, there there is no unprogrammable alarm clock. That's all their function. <laughs> <laughs> 
I will come up that point. And for secondly, part that I don't really get it with the IoT is I will agree with Elif in this sense that when they just couldn't find a new way to develop a technology, they just put LOT. Like, okay, let's connect it with an app. That's not the <laughs> innovation that we expect, I guess. Okay, we can put some digital technology into that device if it is logical. I mean, mm-hmm. if it is needed, if it helps in a way that user experience gets better. But mm-hmm. I, I don't really get it. If it is just done for the sake of innovation. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. like uh, the point I want to get back is that smart technologies levels differ. Mm-hmm. Even making technology digital can be making it smart. Like the example of the alarm clock. If you make an, a digital alarm clock or if you make the Jandens father's fish feeding mechanical thingy into a smart walk uh, socket, when you make it a digital thing that you connect with your app, it's kind of different levels of uh, smartness. When you make your refrigerator connect to your Wi-Fi and control the things inside your fridge, it's completely different type of smartness. Okay, here's the thing. Okay, admittedly, you activated my trap cardenas because <laughs> when I was reading uh, the notes from earlier and I knew you were going to bring this up and then Elif said the, said the thing and I was like, I can shut down Elif with the bullet I prepared for this, but let me wait for a little bit so that I can shoot them both down and now it's fine. So I, let me describe your device. Yes. This device is attached to your home heating thing. Thermostat, yep. No, not not the thermostat, the, the actual thing, the thing that burns the huh, heaters. Okay. <laughs> uh, but it's also added to the radiators as well. Um, mm-hmm. This device is attached to the system and it, is, it connects to the Wi-Fi and you can look at it from your telephone. And with this device, you can do the following. You can open it from a distance, like say you are at work, you can mm-hmm. activate the heater so that when you mm-hmm. get home, it's warm. Mm-hmm. Or you can uh, again use your app and say that at 6 a.m. this thing always opens and at 8 it closes. Like you can mm-hmm. do those things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you think such a device would sell? It will sell. For sure it will sell. But I'm sure there's a device like that already out there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let me add something else. Then the same device, the per, the people who build this device, sell mm-hmm. these little things that you attach to your power sockets mm-hmm. in such a way that like the socket is still usable, but it's uh, attached to it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, it works, but you're, you are not robbed out of a socket because of this. Exactly. And from this, they read heat uh, temperature. From this, they read temperatures in the rooms mm-hmm. and... Uh, control the individual heaters in such a way that temperature in the room is the amount you want. <laughs> Do you think this would sell? Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. It's so, like... It's, yeah, but it, here's the thing. First one did sell. Second one didn't. This was an actual... This actual serial story. I don't remember the names. I heard it when I was working a few years ago. Why the second one didn't sell? I don't know. That was what the guy was complaining. We built this thing. It was this was we have, we have built this amazing thing. <laughs> you can activate the heater from 
uh, outside thing sells like cheeses and breads like it goes uh-huh. around <laughs> something hot pockets sells like hot pockets <laughs> and this other thing which is a way better thing way smarter thing nobody cares about this well, maybe people didn't want that level of customization i guess my point is with this story uh it is not as safe a bet as you think mm-hmm Like you are thinking everybody just says we will add a smartness to this device and it's going to sell like hotcakes. It doesn't always. Do yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. For so sure. It's not that black and white, actually. I mean, I don't think it's the argument that it is going to sell really good, though. It's the perception that it will boost the sales. Exactly. So they added like it's this is this is a different example. But like my phone is on my table right now and behind it, it has four different cameras And I didn't ask for this. I didn't want yeah. this. I don't use this. But mm-hmm. when I bought this phone, literally every model had this amount of cameras behind because that mm-hmm. was the perception of the phone producers that mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. phone at the base level has to have this thing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's kind of becoming a similar level uh, of technology with the home appliances. I agree. And it, yeah, yeah, to- totally. Um, I don't agree because hmm. I find the extrafication of cameras to be very harmless. Like you look at it and say, why why does this thing have four cameras? You hate it. But here's the thing. I don't think those four cameras create such a big markup because if they did and if they were unnecessary, somebody would select phone with less number of cameras for a lower price and they would outsell the four cameras people because i think i think the price difference it creates for the end user is negligible uh i i disagree because again this is not the only function a phone has so if i have two options even though i won't use those four cameras if the other phone has other functions that i need and the other one doesn't then i'm going to have to choose the four camera one either way Like I think market, I I think uh, market auto selects at some point without yeah. actual input. Actual research being done, like that's why we need user experience. That's why we need UX designers, researchers out there rather than the marketing people and brand deals. I I disagree. To <laughs> I disagree in a different way. Elif, I think the marketing people are the reason why there are four cameras. Exactly. That's what yeah. I'm saying. No, no, no. We, we are ta- we're telling the same thing. What I'm t- trying to say is... We need the existing marketing people to do better jobs <laughs> than just throwing cameras and be done with no, it. No, I think, I, I, think, I think what Elif meant is to fire all the existing marketing people. <laughs> exactly. And replace them no. with UX designers. <laughs> exactly. No, no. Yeah, I, yeah, I am yeah. just the like, messenger. I am, I am not <laughs> agreeing with this message. Marketing people do not put the hit on me, put it on Elif. I am innocent. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like what I'm trying to say is uh, we need to do a little bit more research. We need like a little bit more human centricity to the products and ask and try to find what people actually need and want rather than, oh, this is how it's been done. So we need to do it because it will probably sell. We need to catch up with the other competitors. That's the part that I feel like IOT kind of comes into. It's most of the time feel afterthought or a little bit more 
like some executive manager coming in and saying, yeah, we need to add this smartness to this device, you know, um, at least these are my general view. You know, um, first of all, I can hear where Binali is coming from with his cell phone and having four cameras because he's right. People are like, there was this joke from when I was younger that uh, shaving razors were in an arms race to add more razors to the head. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. The, the commercial went, uh, look at this insane shaver. It has 16 blades. And then somebody comes, that's stupid. We only have two and it works. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, when I go to the home appliance store, and there are some very smart refrigerators and some crazy dishwashers, like the <laughs> smartest necessity in the house is a dishwasher. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and there are still, on in that same room, on the end of the line, there is still one that is mechanical, has nothing electronical on this, only yeah. knobs that you turn, and it's still sold in the same mm-hmm. store. So it's mm-hmm. not like Binali not being able to find the thing that he wants with a three or less number of cameras phone. Dishwashing is still possible with mechanical devices that are still on the market. I, I want to disagree or maybe not disagree, but I want to give another example that I was talking with my uh, co-worker the other day and he showed me this web page uh, that demanding an Android phone on the same size as iPhone mini. And, um, because one of like, one of the things he was telling me that like cameras, the phones are getting bigger and bigger and there is not a good, decent Android phone that is slightly smaller and up to date. And, um, there was actually like a petition and GoFundMe kind of a page, or I don't know, like where people come and sign and give money. To, to like ask for a smaller phone. So sometimes like, at least in the phone case, I agree, like, you know, you can still find previous models maybe or older generation ones, but that can still sell. But it's kind of hard to find a newer version of the device that is fully mechanical, you know, like a new newly developed phone that is... A little bit more dumb. Like we had the dumb phone generation, but that's also another thing. But I, what I'm kind of trying to say, improving upon the already existing idea without turning into an IoT device. Um, okay, I can only answer this in terms of engineering. And since we have already alienated the marketing people, let me just alienate the engineers as well. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't. alienate the designers as well later on. Yeah, that's oh, like, no. I'm going to then give you the microphone so that you can alienate designers. Um, <laughs> you can't make a better dishwasher. You can't make an oven that works better uh, in ovening. I mean, you can though. <laughs> that's not, no, no, you can't because these things are engineered to death. Like if you open Google Scholar and write uh, more <laughs> efficient oven or more efficient dishwasher, 10,000 papers come up. If you can make an oven that heats like 3% more efficiently, that's a doctorate thesis <laughs> in terms of engineering. So I don't think there's any, like when there is an actual room for innovation like Roomba, 
That's immediately done. And like you, you can't make a better oven on the engineering front. That might not be so for the design, but like in terms of engineering, actually similar, kind of similar. There is very little thing you can add to the already existing devices. Like similar with cars, you can't make a better gasoline car, more efficient gasoline car. That's why people do electric cars. Actually, to solve this problem, if you look at from a design perspective, you will find your problem in a different way. When you say that you can't design or you can't make a better dishwasher, I, I can say that because I worked on a dishwasher project for my graduation project. So that's why I can talk about it easily. Uh, you can't design, maybe you, it's really hard to design a new dishwasher itself. But when you're designing a new way of uh, washing dishes automatically, or uh, when you're designing a new dishwashing experience, it's better way, it's easier to innovate in that area. Because when you say dishwasher, you are strictly prohibiting yourself from exploring the different ideas. You're just stuck in that little uh, rectangular box that stays under the uh, counter countertop. So you can't explore new ideas. That was one of my problems with that project as well, because it was a dishwashing project, but the way they direct us was uh, designing a new dishwasher in a way. So many of my friends, that work with that advisor, try to design smaller dishwashers for individuals that stays on countertop. But uh, the other way to innovate is just putting an app. That's, well, I mean, it's like a cheating. That's why I'm already <laughs> disagreeing with IoT that much. If it doesn't help, just talking from my real life experience, when I need my dishes washed when I come home, I just turn my dishwasher before I'm going to work. When I mm -hmm. come home, my dishes are already washed. So that's the way I solve this problem. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I don't need my dishwasher to start in the middle of day so that I will have my dishes to be washed exactly when I come home. That's not no. the solution. So, mm -hmm. but for Owen, maybe it might be the case. So that's why I'm not really completely disagreeing with this thing. So in conclusion, uh, <laughs> so designers are not like designers on the market are literally the same. They are just putting some digitalization ideas of creating a new app is as, as a solution. Designers are not different. If what you say is true and like there is not much uh, improvement in terms of efficiency or like these ovens or dishwashers or other home appliances, then uh, doesn't it actually make it worse for the future? Because the people who are making this companies making this have a incentive to sell the more expensive products, the products they market more. And then if there is not much room for improvement on the actual function of the device, then they're going to put all their like research and development, their all marketing into this uh, smart appliance part of the appliances. And then if the push is in that direction always, because you can't push in the other direction, then doesn't it make it worse for people who are not chasing after these functions? Because even if it is an option to, like you said, go and buy that one without those functions, it's not going to be as available as much. It's not going to be as marketed as much. It, it maybe it's not going to get as many like releases as much as many production as it 
uh, as much the others because the company uh, rightly in their right want to sell the other ones because they are newer or they put more uh, research and development into it. They put more money into it. So they want to make their make their money back. Uh, I think you can also say that this might also improve in, in a way that, as we all know, older uh, dishwashers are the best that's ever made from 30 years ago or something. Like from then on, the companies didn't make such sturdy machines. So people would buy again when their machines broke. So the smart thing also may be a way to sell again and more. So if they do smarter things, they wouldn't have to do uh, machines that uh, you would have to buy again when they broke. But I mean, isn't that so much of a backwards thinking? Because should that be should I be grateful for functions I want to use and pay for, so that the company isn't gonna sell me a worse product to make money off me? Yeah, but <laughs> but they are already doing that. Yeah, and that's a very un an intellectual way of looking at the economics of of scale. Because if everybody builds dishwashers that last for fifty years. Uh, what happens is when you want to buy a new dishwasher, they are five times more expensive because in order to stay afloat, the company needs to sell you at a much higher price. Uh, the only reason you can afford a dishwasher is because a lot of people want to buy the dishwasher at the same time with you. So that the market, the guy who builds these things, builds a large number of these things. But that's... Barely even my point. My point is, first of all, I uh, it just occurred to me, I wasn't entirely accurate about the engineer to death part because, I mean, it is, it is engineer to death. But <laughs> every now and then crazy things happen. And recently, one of those crazy things was induction stovetops. Uh, as you may know, stoves for a long time was either fire that comes from a gas source or electricity that had resistors below a plate that heated. But Uh, you would also know that recently they did a, they built a third option that effectively works like a microwave. Uh, once you put the thing on top, they create a induction current and it heats the thing up. Full disclaimer: I never used one. I am uh, slightly excited about using one in the future, but uh, <laughs> I never actually tried it. I don't know if it cooks better or worse. Mm. But yeah, every now and then people do innovate new technologies and. They, Fire is uh, the best innovation ever. <laughs> they enter the enter to the market, but yeah, like up to a few years ago, uh, the hot thing for <laughs> foods to heat was fire, <laughs> <laughs> which is a crazy innovation in itself. So it was either heating things like fire here or fire on the power plant. Uh, but <laughs> here's the thing uh, about the other part of the argument. So like every now and then these things happen, technologies are found. I, in my view, it is still not fast enough to justify having huge appliance companies that drop the prices via scale. Uh, like say everybody had an excellent, robust, perfect oven <laughs> and then <laughs> induction ovens came and somebody was, ah, this induction thing sounds crazy. I should buy some. Oh, they would be very <laughs> expensive, but if stuff gets replaced faster then these things are more affordable. By the way, the reason why induction ovens is a thing is one, people hate electric stovetops, rightfully, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> And two, there is a regulation in Turkey that says for buildings that are more than 10 stories tall, you can't have uh, gas ovens. Oh, I didn't know that. No. Is that so? 
I mean, I don't think anyone enforces that, but... No? Like, I have a gas stove. I mean, maybe it's an Ankara thing, but when uh, my parents were looking for a house and we were looking at houses, mm-hmm. at every new building that was being built, people were always apologetic about the situation with the stoves not being fired. <laughs> <laughs> and there was this regulation, there's nothing we can do. If you want this house, that's the only way. <laughs> we do have a fire stove. And I'm on the 13th floor, which is more than 10 stories, so... You, you And you have fires? Yeah. Oh my, those people totally tricked us. Anyway. No, yeah. you, got, you got scammed. <laughs> or maybe it's just like, depending on the, um, you know, it's like some apartment has a little bit more strict um, regulations. But it's, it's, I don't think that it's about apartments. It should be about city regulation. It is about, it should be about city Could be. Uh, mm-hmm. regulation. I mean, we are not living in a federal state, so it should be in the whole country. And that's not necessarily true. There are zoning laws in Turkey. Like you can build mm. s- certain number of stories, some places, some to others. But um, anyway, so if I'm wrong, and maybe I'm wrong, I'm open to admitting that I was mistaken about <laughs> this. You can talk to us about it on Twitter. Correct us. Yeah. You can <laughs> go to Twitter and say, at, where do they find what's our handle? Underscore in conclusion, underscore. Yeah, you can go there and say how wrong I am about this, or how <laughs> Binali is wrong about this, <laughs> or how Enes is wrong about this. But anyway, my point is sometimes innovations do happen in appliances. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but, <laughs> sometimes innovations do happen. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing, Enes. And Elif too. You are all okay. saying like this blocks the innovation, this thing gets funded and it's so bad. But here's the thing. Izzel is very happy <laughs> when these things come to the come to her life. So in my view, I mean, I personally don't care either way because even though I have some smart stuff at home, when I can open the light bulbs, uh, <laughs> besides of that, all the smart stuff at my home usually can be Uh, also activated in a dumb way. Like I have this yeah. microwave oven that has like 30 options and I can just <laughs> yeah. use it like a classical microwave oven and I'm <laughs> very happy with it. <laughs> But making Isaac happy is the innovation. <laughs> yeah. These things are popular because people like them and making, and they make people happy and making people happy is the point. I mean, first of all, I don't want to come, uh, I want, I don't want this to come across as like I am, against smart appliances at any point because the context and the type of device matters. Like I think smart dishwashers or smart laundry machines, I think they're good actually. Like I don't have a problem with that. And I think like Elif mentioned before, they provide accessibility or like Jandeli said, they just provide function. But this is also like a transition period because Jandeli said something uh, really well that I don't think anyone has a problem with the ideal endpoint of these things where they work in sync, they work functionally without any problems. But this also requires a, like a transition period where these things aren't going to happen. And like, I think uh, while I disagree with the programming your day to that point, part of is dream routine, <laughs> I can see why that is appealing. And I can like, mm-hmm. when she tells it, that sounds like a good function. But back in my brain, because I have been using electric devices all my life, I can't mm-hmm. also stop but think, 
the amount of potential problems with the like the, the ways these things interact, the way these things work by themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, can you imagine going through that routine like whole your week and in the middle of the week, your coffee maker needed an update in yeah. the middle of night and it's no longer working. Exactly. It just pulled the windows on you, even though you told it to not update. No, I... Because yeah. Windows does not care about you. I, I 100% agree with you. Like, I think the problem is, even though it is a little bit more accessible... In the long term, it takes more, like you guys are the app developers, so you you know it more with the, how much you need to kind of keep maintaining it in a way. And eventually the product that used to work from your, like you used to able to get your grandmother's oven and still work, but would you able to give your oven or your other devices after 10 years later when the software itself is not supported by your phone like those are the things i'm kind of thinking in a way like how much it can last like how much can it can it actually continue working that's why i wanted to mention the ikea home smarts Mm -hmm. presentation Mm -hmm. because the way they explain themselves looking at things is they put the home before the smarts they mm-hmm. want their products to work before the smart thing. Like mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. IKEA light bulb we have uh, just works perfectly without even touching the remote remotes or we didn't even buy an a piece that uh, makes it even smarter. And it works, mm-hmm. it still works as a normal light bulb without it. Without mm-hmm. it. So I think since they, these products are not computers, mm-hmm. they... They have to work, even yeah. though they stop getting updates, and even though you you missed three updates uh, because you mm-hmm. just didn't have connection to the internet, you mm-hmm. you must be able to still use those products. Like home should come before the smart. Exactly. Exactly. I agree that with not every company is gonna have that mm-hmm. underline, and mm-hmm. another potential problem I see with this is when you have products from different companies, like if you get everything from one company that puts uh, that on forefront, that is good. But sometimes the best device you want is not going to be from that company, for example. And if these things clash, then that's also a problem. No, uh, that's, I actually agree with you wholeheartedly on this front because you are Bin Ali and I agree with you. I think where the things are going is there's going to be an operating system similar to Windows or iOS or macOS that is going to be a sort of mandatory sort of regulation for these devices. There is, there is. I think hmm? that exists. I, I think it's going to be like it's going to be more widespread than. Uh, so mm. that it will be like, yeah, the device has a different hardware or the device has a different production date. But still, because of this uh, merits of this operating system, it can connect to other things and interact with each other. Like mm-hmm. sort of interface yeah. will be mm-hmm. the place to innovate yeah, for that, these things. So that yeah. they all work well, like mm-hmm. for a long time. Because mm-hmm. um, if you can find the cables, Elif, Mm. Uh, and if you can find a cassette 
You can still activate an Atari with the power plugs that you have. <laughs> yeah. like your house is perfectly equipped to yeah. function an Atari yeah. if you can find the connections. If you can make mm-hmm. the connections. You can go out and buy a VHS mm-hmm. and watch movies with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it, it more boils down to the interface. Yeah. yeah. Whether the thing will still be operable later, not mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. actual content of the device. And if the interface is handled well, mm-hmm. I think we will be able to give our Uh, stuff to our grandchildren and <laughs> they would be depending on the nature of the stuff they would either be like ah this is a very old thing let me put it in a box and put it away yeah yeah yeah, yeah. or in the case of my mother's blender it works like <laughs> yeah. fire oh my god it is so great like <laughs> they, they really don't do it like that anymore like it's crazy. Oh my, my mother gave me this blender yeah. and it's I love it. <laughs> well, speaking of blenders, I just I just want to stress this out. If you're a company and you sell a home appliance with smart functions that does not have a daily use yeah. and you require an app to use it, you mm-hmm. deserve to face a firing squad. <laughs> I and I mean that fully. <laughs>